seriously popular. In the last hour, two teenagers have been arrested in connection with the murder of a 16-year-old girl in Cheshire. On the 11th of February 2023, the body of 16-year-old Brianna Jai was found in a park in Cheshire in England. Two teenagers, too young to be identified, stand accused of her murder. Bringing you the evidence, witness statements and testimony from court, this is the trial. Brianna Jai. Liz, we're back in the rain at Manchester Crown Court again. We know this place really well from covering Lucy Letby trial for 10 months. We're back here today for another trial, a really, really sad case. Yeah, this time, Caroline, we're covering a trial which involves the alleged murder of a young, vibrant 16-year-old girl called Brianna Jones. Have you ever felt like escaping to your own desert island? Jane Gaskin did exactly that trading in the family home to begin a new life in the tropics. But she soon discovers that paradise has its secrets. I'm Alice Levine, and this is The Price of Paradise, the island dream that ends in kidnap, corruption, and murder. Wish you were here? Follow The Price of Paradise now, wherever you listen to podcasts. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hi. Now, back in February, Brianna's body was found in a park in a place called Culcheth. Now, Culcheth is a pretty little village to the northeast of Warrington in Cheshire. Um, not much really ever happens in Culcheth, so people were really, really shocked that a teenage girl had been stabbed to death in broad daylight in what's usually a very quiet, small place. Now, Brianna was transgender and her death made headlines around the world. Because like most teenagers, she was really active on social media. She made loads of videos for TikTok, really engaging, funny videos on TikTok. And she had around 30,000 followers. So in fact, when she died, when this happened in February, many, many people far beyond her friends and her family were really impacted. Yeah, and today is significant because two teenagers who were just 15 at the time, have gone on trial accused of Brianna's murder. The boy and the girl are now 16, but their identities are protected because they're so young. So for this reason, we can't name them. Instead, the media will be referring to them as Defendant X and Defendant Y. So just a few hours ago, inside court two in this building, a jury was sworn in, and Deanna here, Casey, opened this case for the prosecution. We'll head back into the studio, Liz, and walk you through what happened in court today. So we're back in the studio now and we're going to bring you up to date on what's happened today in court. 
In this episode, we'll hear how Brianna was stabbed 28 times and was found face down in the mud by a couple walking their dogs. We'll also hear that the two teenagers accused of her murder allegedly plotted to kill up to five people in the days before Brianna's death. Girl X allegedly enjoyed watching torture videos on the dark web and hallucinating about killing someone. And the court was told Boy Y referred to Brianna as it and told Girl X he wanted to see if it screamed like a man or a girl. Welcome to episode one, The Alleged Murder Plot. So after a short delay today, the trial finally got underway this afternoon, Liz. And court two isn't a large court, so it's not that surprising. It was absolutely jam-packed in there today. Yeah, um, the trial is being heard in court two, like you said, Caroline, at Manchester Crown Court. And it's a modern courtroom which was packed with barristers, lawyers, you know, police officers, journalists, relatives of both the defendants. And of course, Brianna's parents and other family members were also in court. And such is the press interest in this case that as well as the reporters in the courtroom like myself, there is also a media annex in another court upstairs in the building where around 40 other reporters are following proceedings on a video link. Overseeing the case is High Court Judge Mrs Justice Yip. Now, her first task today was to get the jury sworn in. And as is usual for high-profile cases like this these days, 14 people a part of the initial jury selection. That's two extra jurors selected to listen to the prosecution opening as a precaution. What will happen then, Liz, is two of them will be discharged once Deanna here, Casey, the lead prosecutor, has finished her opening address, and the usual 12 will begin listening to the evidence. So today we should say a little bit about what the jury had heard after they were sworn in and it started really with a little bit of information about the two child defendants now we're going to call them girl x and boy y yeah, so the judge explained that both the defendants had differing degrees of special needs so the judge explained to the jury that boy y has a diagnosis of autism and he suffers from high levels of social anxiety since the alleged murder, his verbal communication has been limited, which is part of his special needs, uh, Mrs Justice Yip said. Girl X has also been assessed, and she's been found to have traits of autism as well, and Attention Deficit Hyperactivity Disorder, or ADHD, and she also has been displaying high levels of anxiety. And Mrs Justice Yip explained to the jury that the defendants might not be in court every single day of this trial. Instead, she said there may be some days when they would follow proceedings via a video link at the units where they're being looked after. So the court also heard a little bit about Brianna. Now, they were told that she was transgender and although she had been born a boy and she hadn't undergone any gender reassignment surgery, at the time of her death, she was living as a girl and had changed her name to Brianna Jai. Now, Liz, it was at about quarter past three this afternoon when uh, Miss Hare got to her feet and began outlining the prosecution case and explaining why she says the two young people in the dock are guilty of Brianna's murder. And we should say at the outset that a lot of what you're going to hear today is distressing. So, Caroline, Miss Hare began by saying that the first time anyone realised something was wrong was around 3pm on Saturday, February 11th this year. That's when a couple called Catherine and Andrew Vise, who were out walking their dogs, discovered Brianna's blooded body face down in the mud. 
in Linear Park in Colchester. The jury was shown a picture of the park, which, as the name suggests, is a long, thin stretch of parkland, popular with dog walkers and cyclists, that used to house an old railway line. Her words have been voiced by an actor. At about 3pm on Saturday the 11th of February 2023, Catherine Vise and her husband Andrew were out walking their dogs in Colchester Linear Park near Warrington. It was a dry but dreary winter's day and the park was fairly quiet. As they walked along, however, they saw on the path ahead of them two people, a male and a female. Mrs Vise saw the male bend down as if to tend to a dog before both he and the female left the path and made their way into an adjacent field, breaking into a run as they did so. As they continued along the path, Mr and Mrs Vise discovered that it was not a dog that the male had been bending over, but the bloodied body of a young woman lying face down in the mud. The body was that of Brianna Jai, a young transgender person who was born male but lived as a female. She had been stabbed 28 times, to the head and neck and to the back and chest. Have you ever felt like escaping to your own desert island? Jane Gaskin did exactly that trading in the family home to begin a new life in the tropics. But she soon discovers that paradise has its secrets. I'm Alice Levine, and this is The Price of Paradise, the island dream that ends in kidnap, corruption, and murder. Wish you were here? Follow The Price of Paradise now, wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Now Miss Here told the jury that Brianna had been stabbed 28 times. She'd been stabbed in the head, in the neck, in her chest and in her back. One of the stab wounds severed two main blood vessels and Miss Deer said Brianna suffered catastrophic blood loss, which in itself would have been enough to kill her. Some of those wounds were 10 centimetres deep. Others caused damage to her bones, including to her sternum and to her ribs, and they would have required considerable force to inflict, she said. She also said... There can be no doubt that she was the victim of a sustained and violent assault. Miss Here told the court that it's not in dispute that girl X and boy Y were the two people seen running away from Brianna's body. Nor is it in dispute that in the days and weeks leading up to her death, the two defendants discussed killing her, or that the knife used was one that belonged to boy Y. But both of them deny that they're guilty of the murder because each says they did not take part in the stabbing of Brianna. Instead, they blame each other for the killing, Miss Heer said. However, she explained that it's the Crown's case that it doesn't matter who delivered the fatal blow to Brianna. Both are guilty because they acted together and planned to kill her. 
The prosecution case is that whoever delivered the fatal blows, both defendants are equally guilty. Acting together, they planned and executed their plan to kill her. So let's walk back a bit, Liz. Miss Hare had outlined the day that Brianna was found, but she then told the jury a bit more about the relationship between the defendants and what she alleges happened in the run-up to that day. Yeah, she told the jury that girl X and boy Y had known each other for around four years and were good friends. They discussed the usual innocent topics teenagers talk about, messaging each other about who they liked and relationships. But Miss Hare said they also discussed and exchanged messages on more sinister topics. The messages they exchanged showed that they were preoccupied with violence, torture and death and recalled them discussing how they wanted to kill people they knew. If that was not an unusual way for two teenagers to speak to one another, the messages demonstrate how over time they encouraged one another to think about how they could actually carry out a killing and show how they planned together to kill Brianna in just the way she was in fact killed. Miss Hill told the court that in the months before the alleged murder, the pair swapped messages and talked about a list of five people, including Brianna, that they wanted to kill. In one message, Girl X talked about having a really sharp blade, the same one that Sweeney Todd uses. Now that, of course, is a reference to the fictional Victorian demon barber of Fleet Street. Girl X also talked about keeping body parts as souvenirs, the jury was told. Her message has been voiced by an actor. If I do end up killing Em, I have a really sharp blade, the same one that Sweeney Todd uses. If we kill Em, can I keep some things, a couple of teeth and an eye? I don't know how I would cut eye out though and get teeth out and torture before killing. The court was told that Girl X googled serial killer facts and spoke about how she had hallucinations that she was covered in the blood of a boy called Layden, how she'd heard him scream or choke on his own blood and how she'd seen herself smiling and holding a knife. On the 5th of December 2022, X sent Y a video which referred to killing and torture, apparently an advert for an underground site for people who like rape, snuff, torture and murder. Indeed, when X's telephone was examined following her arrest, it was found to have on it an app called the Tor Browser, which allowed her access to the dark web. In WhatsApp messages, Girl X allegedly told Boy Y... I love watching torture vids, real ones on the dark web. I've liked this stuff for a while. I'm just happy because I finally found a good red room. Miss Hare also said that the pair discussed torturing and methods of killing people including using poisons such as potassium cyanide, sarin or ricin. Boy X also searched for nerve agents online. And around this time, Girl X allegedly told Boy Y that she developed an obsession with a trans girl called Brianna. She said she found her fascinating because she was really different, the prosecutor said. In a message that she sent to Boy Y, she allegedly said, I'm obsessed over someone I know, but don't have feelings for them. She's called Brianna. I don't know how to explain. Also, she has a dick. Lol. Boy Y responded, Is it a femboy or a tranny? But a month later, Miss Hare said, the fascination had turned darker and the court heard Girl X made the first attempt to kill Brianna by giving her an overdose of painkillers. 
She told the jury on January the 18th this year, Girl X sent Boy Y some pictures of a pair of blooded scissors and a blooded tissue, saying that she was going to eat human flesh. Five days later, she sent him a photograph of some red ibuprofen gel tablets, which she claimed she'd given to Brianna. But Miss Here said, Girl X said Brianna had thrown up, but she didn't die. Miss Here said Brianna's mother, Esther Jai, remembered her daughter feeling sick around this time. She said she remembered Brianna being in real pain and she thought she was going to die, Miss Here said. Brianna's mother thought it might be appendicitis. Around the same time, the court heard, Girl X also messaged Boy Y to say she'd also killed two other people. Miss Here said there was no evidence to show she'd actually done this and it was simply something she'd invented to impress him. Boy Y allegedly approved because he messaged how fun. And over the next three days, the defendants discussed killing five different people, including a child known as Boy E, Miss Here said. She said Brianna was the backup plan. By the 26th of January 2023, the defendants had compiled a list of four people they wanted to kill in addition to Brianna. X suggested that they should kill E this Saturday at 1pm because he was the easiest. Y suggested they could build a noose to make it look like he had killed himself. X responded, nah, just stab him, slit his throat and stab his back. Y responded, could I stab him? X said, sure. I know a hidden spot nobody goes to in Linear Park. You manage to get him out and we meet up at the wooden posts in Linear, then be like, let's sit and chill somewhere. We walk to the spot, you restrain him and slit his throat and stab him, and then I'll help. The court heard that Girl X then told Boy Y that if they couldn't kill Boy E, they would kill Brianna instead. Miss Here said Boy Y agreed and messaged Girl X back, referring to Brianna as it rather than her correct pronoun. He said, yeah, it'll be easier and I want to see if it will scream like a man or a girl. Over the next few days, the defendants allegedly continued to talk about how to kill Brianna. On Monday the 30th of January, Girl X suggested she could give Brianna an overdose of cocaine, but then said, let's just stab her, it's more fun. Boy Y then replied, okay. So that's where Miss Here got up to today, Caroline. She's going to continue with her opening speech tomorrow before the first witnesses are called in the case. We'll be back tomorrow to bring you all that and again on Friday with another episode. In the meantime, you can follow us on X at The Trial Podcast or contact us at thetrial at mailmetromedia.co.uk. You can leave a comment on Spotify or even send us a voice note on WhatsApp on 0477 966 Start your message with the word trial. See you then. Our hit series, Everything I Know About Me, is back for a brand new season. And this time, our guest needs no introduction. I'm going to find me, Darren! But here's one anyway. Hi, I'm Gemma Collins, and this is Everything I Know About Me. If you think you know all about Gemma Collins, think again. Because this is the GC as you've never heard her before. It's been exhausting. Unashamed. And I was really heartbroken because I was pregnant. 
and he was having an affair. Unfiltered. I have had an operation as well years ago. I have a designer vagina. Yeah, baby. I don't have camel toe. Unbelievable. And then they advised me, you need to have a termination. And, uh, yeah, I remember that being really stressful. Everything I Know About Me with Gemma Collins is out this Thursday wherever you get your podcasts.